Let's start with a story from the distant past. The 2022 Australian Open. Melbourne was on the tail end of a series of COVID lockdowns, and the only thing that would lift the city's spirits was a week of getting sunburnt, booing loudly, and drinking Prosecco. But that tournament had an even better treat in store for us. One we hadn't seen in more than 40 years. Hey, I'm Tony Armstrong, and you're listening to The Pool Room, where we celebrate the winners, the losers, and the weird stuff between. Today, it's the overachieving legends who couldn't choose which sport to be a champion in. From a plucky four-year-old picking up a racket in Ipswich, Queensland, Ash Barty took something of an unorthodox path to tennis glory. While she's one of this country's most revered and beloved players now, she also made an impressive mark on the gentlewoman's game, cricket. When she debuted in the first season of the Women's Big Bash League, Ash was already a junior Wimbledon champ. In her first cricket match, she scored 63 not out from 60 deliveries, earning herself a spot on the Brisbane Heat side. But it wasn't long before the courts beckoned. Ash left cricket after only one season. Then, she simply became number one in the world on the tennis circuit. She spent 114 consecutive weeks there, the fourth longest run in WTA history. And, of course, became the first local to win the Australian Open in four decades. But Ash is far from the only athlete to kick a different ball or use a different bat. These days, a combination of accessibility and general athletic prowess means more and more pros are switching it up. Australia has a great tradition of multi-sport champs. At the turn of last century, a true all-rounder was a bloke who played cricket in the summer and footy in the winter. There's a huge list of these legends. As far back as 1882... George Coulthard was playing for the Carlton Footy Club and playing Australian Test Cricket. Later, Alfred Buller Ryan played Sheffield Shield for South Australia under Bradman's captaincy and was twice best and fairest for the South Adelaide Football Club. Keith Miller played cricket until he was drafted as a World War II fighter pilot. He was a member of the Invincibles, the Aussie cricket side who went undefeated on a tour of England, and he played 50 games in the VFL for St Kilda. Miller was even in the original Cricket Hall of Fame. So, you know, there's a precedent. But who are the most noteworthy multi-sport athletes? Well, they're all legends in my eyes, but these are some of my picks. This first example didn't just play two different sports. He did something even more impressive. Is that the word I'm looking for? Impressive? Oh, right. It's actually traitorous. Brad Thorne is the only player ever to suit up for both the Kangaroos in Rugby League and the All Blacks in Rugby Union. He was born in New Zealand but played Rugby League in Australia as a young man. He went on to play 21 seasons, winning four titles with the Brisbane Broncos and twice emerging victorious in the state of origin for Queensland, among other titles. In 2001, he began a switcheroo career that took him to New Zealand to play rugby union for the All Blacks, then back to league here, 
then back to Union again. He won 59 international caps for the All Blacks and was on the 2011 World Cup winning side, 460 games of rugby and 17 major trophies in total. Like Ash Barty, Dylan Alcott is another tennis champ who's made it to the top in a second sport. He was a member of the Australian men's national wheelchair basketball team, the Rollers. At the age of 17, he became their youngest gold medal winner at the 2008 Beijing Paralympics and was at the time the youngest athlete in the competition's history. He then went on to become the only man to smash a golden slam in tennis. That's when you win every tennis major and the Olympic gold in a single year at a totally different sport from the Olympic gold he'd already won. Leave some glory for the rest of us, mate. Elise Perry was at the top of her game in two sports simultaneously, playing both soccer and cricket at the same time, on different days. With the Southern Stars, she won the 2010 World 2020, then went to the FIFA World Cup with the Matildas in 2011. Before she had even made the move to cricket full-time in 2016, she also won the 2013 World Cup and several Ashes tests. Women's sport does have a few players like Perry. Historically, most haven't been paid enough to focus on one competition full-time. That means their off-season became more of a second-job situation. See also the legendary Aaron Phillips, who played nine seasons of WNBA for five different teams, won a gold medal at the 2006 FIBA World Championship and was a co-vice captain at the 2016 Olympics. That all happened before she became a three-time premiership player and twice league best and fairest playing AFLW for the Crows before following in her dad's footsteps and moving to Port Adelaide. Phew. Now, some would argue that hitting or throwing or handballing or marking or kicking one kind of ball and then a different kind of ball isn't so hard. I mean, I can vouch for the fact that it's kind of hard to just do one sport in the first place. But for two Australian women, the shift was a totally different ball game. (laughs) I was really trying to avoid those puns here. On the track, Jana Pittman is almost unrivaled in terms of versatility. She's one of only 10 athletes to win world championships at the youth, junior and senior levels and the first Australian woman to compete in both the Summer and Winter Olympics. She's a two-time world champion in 400-metre hurdles and won Commonwealth gold in that event in both 2002 and 2006, as well as being part of the winning 4x400-metre relay team, twice. Then, in 2014, she switched it up entirely and competed in the two-person bobsleigh event at Sochi which I guess is sort of like hurdling, in that you have to clear the mental hurdle of competing in an entirely different climate and shooting down a terrifying track at speeds of up to 130 kilometres per hour. Finally, Nova Paris's incredible switcheroo. A year after she won Olympic gold with the Hockey Roos in 1996, she decided to be a champion track and field athlete instead. In 1998, 
she became a Commonwealth gold medalist in the 200m sprint and 4x100m relay in Kuala Lumpur and competed at the 2000 Sydney Olympics. Then she became an Australian senator, which might be the most challenging sport of all. Thanks so much for listening to The Pool Room. I'm Tony Armstrong, and this has been an iHeart production. I'll speak to you soon.